You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The Smackdown After Thanksgiving. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan. And Matt Morgan, I'm so excited, and I just can't hide it. Uh, tonight's SmackDown, so exciting. So much going on. Um, I'm I'm really curious where this is all going in the build towards TLC. I mean, you would think this would be a throwaway show tonight, but they actually brought it. They did. Now, in the beginning, I couldn't tell if you were being sarcastic or not, and you were going to crap on this show tonight. I thought this was a good show, too. Yeah, I mean, like, look, we got KO versus Roman being built. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn versus Big E. Like, there's just a lot going on with people that we say, hey, you should do more with these guys. Yes. We like to see stuff happening with them. Um, now, I know you're you're disappointed that we didn't get Otis versus King Baron Corbin that we were yes, promised I was. in that opening match. I mean, you know, they really did bait and switch, pull the rug out from under they us did. there. They did. That's the only reason I tuned in. Uh, actually, I hate to say this, but Jey Uso beating the crap out of Otis, like, really put me in a good mood to start the night. I was like, yes, I'm on board with this. You cannot turn on Otis. You're his biggest fan. Am I? I mean, you I really like... You are. On this podcast, I'm, you are. I thought the Fast Times of Ridgemont High video vignette they did was really clever. I thought the stuff with him and Mandy was okay but then with Dolph and Sonia it was kind of stupid but look man no I, I give him all the respect for getting over with the gimmick that True. personally I was embarrassed as a wrestling fan and not only as a wrestling fan as, as a husky boy I was embarrassed <laughs> for what he was doing on the on the TV um but I give him credit for getting that over for making it work you know okay. I mean yeah game recognized game man you gotta say hey this ain't my thing but the crowds react to it they're into it, and uh, then amazing that WWE was just like, oh, you like that? Well, now we're going to punk him out like he's going to lose the girl, lose the money in the bank briefcase, <laughs> lose his tag team partner, and he's getting he's in matches with Baron Corbin that aren't even happening. That's how much of an afterthought he is now. Who did he piss off backstage? Otis was on top of the world three months ago, and now uh, he's going to be spending more Vince, time in catering. Very simple answer. Vince is bored. Vince is yeah. bored by him right now. He's taking that little action figure of Otis. He's putting it in the back. That's what he's doing right now. And right like now it, he's bringing out he's bringing out others. It's like uh, it's like in Clash of the Titans where the, Zeus they had the figure the figurines and they were setting him down and that was control people's fate. That's what Vince is like backstage. He is the Zeus of WWE. Okay. Uh, yes, uh, you're the only person old enough to get that reference in our entire audience, Matt. Uh, so tonight, though, look, yeah, I think. Uh, there were some things that weren't great about tonight, but overall the show moved fast. Um, I thought Jay Uso versus Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan. Both of those uh, would be match of the night on yeah. any show they're on. So to give us both of those in one night, I think uh, Sami Zayn and Big E, they're really doing some, uh, some potential story building there. No, I like this. And I think with Roman, look, Biggest danger to any talent is when it starts to get old and repetitive. And with Roman and Jay at the beginning, it was like, oh, here we go again. 
Uh, I liked Roman's intensity. It was making me laugh to think of other situations that he would be chastising his family. And I was tweeting. I was at, I'd like to see him in a Netflix movie where he's in a Christmas decoration competition with other families on the block. And he's just telling like, you've brought shame to our family. Where's your intensity? Are your kids proud of you? Like, I like that he's just so over the top with it. But then again, like we've seen this before with him dressing down Jay. But the way that they kind of flipped that and started to tweak that to say, okay, KO and Roman, how well, can you not be on board with that match? To be we everyone KO kind of bores me lately. And I, I'm a big KO fan normally. Um, I just I hate him as a baby face. It doesn't click for me. But his wrestling obviously was really good tonight. The match was great. But, Absolutely. But 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 real quick with and your point to Roman, Roman's only been doing this. He wrestled him just last month, right? Jay Uso? Uh, Roman Wrestle J, yeah, that was a class of champions, the pay-per-view before last. Oh, okay. Okay. I was going to say, because it doesn't feel like it's that long since he's been dressing him down and big-dogging him. Well, it's gone back and forth. I feel like he's given some version of this speech. Like, you've brought shame to our family. In yeah. fact, uh, you know, Thanksgiving weekend's not over. I'm going to start calling up random family members and just giving them the same speech Roman gave Jay tonight, because I <laughs> think I need to motivate the Rubenstein clan to do better. Yes, you should. We should, should all do that. We should all do that. So everybody, I want you to call your families this weekend. I don't weekend. need to because they already recognize. They know who the head <laughs> of the table is. They know who the high chief is. <laughs> you say that when you went and you met your par- uh, wife's parents in Hawaii and you were just like, hey, hey, everybody, new tribal <laughs> chief in town. This guy. How'd that Darryl. go? Is the whole alley boy get out of our house, brother? <laughs> I've been meaning to ask you that. That's why for four years I've been like, I wonder, like, did they ever actually refer to Matt as Hallie? For some reason, every time I watch the surfer oh, movie, I, I, I'm I'm sure behind my back when I when she first brought home seven foot three hundred thousand pound Matt Morgan to their house, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Like, who the hell's Hallie boy you're with here? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, behind my, you know, not being dis that it's not. I don't take it disrespectful either. Um, you, you get used to it. Um, I didn't even know there was a real... I just thought that existed in surf movies. I wasn't aware that was, like, a real thing. No, it's a real thing. Interesting. But 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 it's just, like, it's no different than, like, um, a bunch of my black friends calling me white boy growing up. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, so I never took offense to it. Oh, I understand. Uh, but, no, I think uh, this was good, though, with Roman tonight. This was a good way to kind of pivot it a bit. It's okay, but let me ask you this, though. So, Roman is pushing Jay. And Jay is having these banger matches, right? And there's been a couple of them with Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Jay's had like these great matches. Again, like mm-hmm. in my mind, Jay Uso is a superstar. Like, why is he the sidekick? Why is he like the underling, the underdog? Like, I almost want to see Jay get spun off into his own thing. Because that's the heat. That's the sympathy. I know. But there's a difference though, man. Like Murphy, Murphy with Rollins, Murphy's good, but you weren't like, man, Murphy's really. No, like, that's why this works. That's okay. why this works. And I, I would not ever say Jay Uso, no matter how great he's doing, is the bigger superstar than Roman. That's not what you're saying. Um, I'm more invested, if that makes sense. Because you're bag okay. Because you're a proverbial babyface cheerleader. It's true. It's true. You, you are the underdog, especially, and the guy coming out of a tag team that wasn't supposed to be a single star is now becoming a single star, and you are going to continue to push that. Um, but he's he's you're right. He's had great matches. Fantastic matches. I still hate his haircut. I'm sorry. I can't get past the haircut. It is a pretty bad haircut. You know what it is, though, Matt? It's sort of that hipster thing, right? It's like, I don't want to like the thing that they tell me is popular. I want to I wanna find my own thing. Did that's you like, like skinny jeans? 
Well, I'm not my body type, you know, eater of worlds is not really Dude. the skinny jeans style. Um, okay, okay. Well, even if they were, you wouldn't yeah. wear them because they're dorky. And I clowned everybody backstage, TNA, and tried to wear them. I'm sorry. I know they were much more in style than what I was wearing at okay. the time. My Tommy Hilfiger jeans from 1998. Um, but nonetheless, yes. um, I still clown them for it because I stuck to my guns. Yeah. I think it's more like uh, in the my early generational guns, my generational the early two thousands. You know, when all the kids were listening to the the Backstreet Boys and the NSYNC and the O Town, and I was like, ah, I like the Strokes. Best you know, like ever. I like the Strokes. I like some of the more indie stuff. Maybe a little Moby. You know, so like stuff that was like popular but not the super popular mainstream. Oh, yeah, you know. Oh, just think, Matt. If you'd been on Tough Enough a year sooner, you could have overlapped with O Town on MTV with making the band at Tough Enough at the same time. Think of what that press junket would have been like. I remember watching that, actually. Making the band, the first, the, not the Diddy years, but the first ones with Luke yes, Roman, like I watched it all seriously time. underrated show. It was on CBS. I watched it all the time. Yeah, it's very good. Very good. Uh, anyhow, so we opened this up tonight with uh, Roman chastising Jay about his performance at Survivor Series. Paul Heyman there. Um and uh, just, you know, saying he's got to bring the intensity. He's got to do it. Said uh, he looks at him like he's some bitch in the locker room asking for leftovers. Again, give this exact speech when you call your family this weekend and you're trying to motivate them as they go into December. Uh, but I loved, we saw where this was going, right? Uh, Jay walks off. Otis is coming out for his match. I was like, oh, please just walk up and punch Otis. Just punch him right in his face. And he didn't. I was disappointed. But he came out with a chair and beat the crap out of Otis. And I was happy. I don't know what that says um, about me. Um, means you have problems, you have issues. Because don't we all? You're an Otis fan. I'm really disappointed to hear this. I'm not. I'm really not. I am disappointed, my friend. I don't know, man. Don't know. Uh, Krona Shah, five dollars, saying Roman being the disapproving father and Heyman being that brother that enjoys watching Jay get yelled at with that oblique <laughs> face. That's pretty funny. It was good. Uh, Brett Murphy had a good time celebrating my mom's surprise 60th birthday party. Who knows next awesome. October I'll hell might break loose on the 30th. Keep it up, fellas. 30 years old. Matt, can you imagine being even 30 again? If you could just travel back in time to like 2006, I wish. 2007. I wish. Oh, that'd be nice. I, I am so old right now, you guys. It's not even funny. It's not even funny. Like, this is the thing, speaking of Thanksgiving – it was maybe only in the last 10 years that I eat Thanksgiving dinner and then I needed a nap after eating a big meal. Like right. when right. did that start? Um, <laughs> that is some middle-aged shit. Th that, that is, that is, um, I'll give you some more middle-aged stuff is in the middle of your work day, you're falling asleep, um, <sighs> in, your, in your chair, in your chair, just like, yes. <laughs> and your snoring wakes you up. <laughs> that's bad. That's my. Here's, that's exactly what my dad used to do. I'll tell you, since I've been working from home, um, I've been doing the midday nap some days. I'm getting up around five or six in the morning, work till about noon or one, and it's like, you know what? I'm just going to take a nap for two or three hours and wake up, catch the end of the work day. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's Working for yourself it, must be nice. I, uh, it, it is double-edged sword, double-edged sword. Uh, Leon Zanunkin, $5. Yes. Last Friday, we totally missed a Friday movie reference with Dolph asked New Day, what are you doing here? Trying to get fired on your day off? Yes. Friday, I get it. I like the Friday series. It's good. I like Ice Cube. Yeah, that was great. I do those most overplayed video VHS cassette in my room, my dorm room in college. 
Really? Wow. Definitely. Huh. Interesting factoid. Um, so we were robbed <clears throat> of Otis versus King Baron Corbin, but instead uh, we saw Chad Gable console Otis and help him to the back. Poor Chad Gable. Like, no, no poor anybody. This was a great segment. Had to happen. Next. Yes. And you should just, you should write to Otis a note and say, Otis, I was jumped by the Mexicals. Looked how it worked out for me. On second thought, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Smackdown Smackdown Tag Team Champions, the Street Profits versus Robert Root and Dolph Ziggler. I thought this was going to be a nothing match and it was really good. And uh, I'm not sure how I feel, though, about Root and Ziggler getting the win. They shouldn't have, but. No. By the same token, they're a very credible team. They're very good. I don't know why you would think the match itself would be good. Because they're not booked as a credible team. They're booked as filler. I mean, I hate to say it, but they, they are, are not booked that way. But once yeah. the bell sounds, they're sure. very good in that. They're very good in the ring. Like no matter how you're booked, once the bell sounds, you could do whatever you want to do. Unless the unless the match is like two and a half minutes longer, then that's it. Then that's a different story. Yeah. But if you, you give Bobby Roode and Dolph any kind of time or any of these guys any kind of time, they're going to pull off, for the most part, decent matches, even though they're being booked like crap. Well, it's interesting. I think they're booked much more credibly as a tag team than Dolph has ever been booked as a single star, at least in yes. the last five years. Yes. Um, but this was good tonight. I think it was good to kind of build, give them a little something. But the Street Profits just... should have uh, to beat the champs to do it, though. Yeah. Street Profits are such superstars. Uh, and I think, uh, yeah, I just think uh, this is going to be a build. But it is what it is. Street Profits are going to go over in the end and retain. Yes. Uh, but this was a really good match. And it was nice to see Bobby Roode and Dolph get a chance to actually wrestle a bit. Yes. Michael Wallace Seals says, $5, sorry to change the subject, but did you watch Talking Shop a Mania 2? Pretty sure I've never laughed as hard as I did, LOL. I was looking for it. Do me a favor. Tell me where to find that because I really was looking that up on that uh, uh, app I watch the AEW pay-per-views on. I thought it was on Fight TV. Oh, maybe that's why. Hmm, I don't know. I was watching on the other one. that day. I was looking for it on the one that AEW has their pay-per-views on. Oh, Bleacher, Bleacher Report? Report? Yeah. yeah not on Bleacher Report. Okay, I'll Fight download TV. Fight TV again and get it because the first one was hilarious to me. Hilarious. I thought we should have done a podcast on it, actually. No, I heard it was really good. Um, and uh, love to see those guys uh, getting to do their thing outside of WWE and getting appreciated. They're so funny. Oh, they absolutely are. Nicest guys, too. Yeah. Um. So we saw, uh, why? Okay, so we saw Kale in the back with Rey Mysterio. Now they've accepted Murphy, Murphy, and Aaliyah. Uh, King Corbin interrupts. This is Ray. This is Dominic. So that sets up a match for later in the night. Um, controversial stance. Do we need to see the Undertaker final farewell video again tonight for the third no. time in a week? No. Yeah. I, I mean, just let let it go, man. Let it go. Uh, Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan. I would have said this was match of the night. I would I would have yes. said just on paper this is match of the night, but I really like the main event tonight. This All the was matches my match. Really this good. was my match of the night by by a very slim margin. But this was I love this match. So they were setting it up that if Daniel Bryan won this, he was going to get an Intercontinental title shot. Uh, Daniel was pushing to have the Intercontinental title defended weekly, make that sort of the TV title on SmackDown. Yep. Maybe they're still going there, 
you know, I, I like that there's a couple different ways this could go. Sammy winning by countout, I thought, was interesting. Um, it was. I mean, Daniel doesn't need to be protected at this point, but it kind of works for Sammy, though, to have a less than honorable win. Of course it does. And yeah. now it's, what, on the Big E? Yeah, yeah. And I think, and that's the craziest part, is the prospect of Sami Zayn versus Big E actually, like, has me... Dude, more excited than this match they, tonight. This they, was a great match. Here's the catch, though. Yeah. Biggie needs to go over, obviously, and become Intercontinental Champion. That's yeah. for sure. But what he really needs is a Sami Zayn to really put together some really incredible multiple matches with him. So people are dying to see Biggie become heavyweight champion. Yeah. Um, the problem is, ugh, he, he's on a show with Roman right now where he ain't giving up the title anytime soon. So it's a conundrum. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Because one win over Sammy won't be enough, in my opinion. Big E, they've done a terrible job with lately, and they've not given him meaningful wins on television. Well, I think it depends on what the plan is for Roman and Mania. I mean, I don't know. It could build Big E, right? It could build him for that. I, I buy it. If it's Roman versus The Rock, I understand oh, yeah, right. why they want to have yeah. a title in that picture that if any match does not need a title, it is that one. Um, it is that. Yeah, I agree. But I understand I why they'd want to put it there because it's like, Oh, the rock is coming back to compete for the championship. WWE. Yeah. The championship. Like that's a good headline. Sure. Um, although then again, like no one thinks the rock is wants to be champion. Like, no. And I disagree with Raj tremendously on the fact that oh because of his movies and he might get hurt and it's a real big business he's in now he's not going to come back he makes the rules do you not get <laughs> it he literally he's the measuring stick now in hollywood legit yeah. has his own company home production company well it's not his own what, what, it's not his own movie that he's producing he could do whatever he wants it's true he could literally go out in the middle of the set take a steaming dump Walk, give everybody deuces and say, I'll be, I'll be back next week to uh, fulfill my obligations. And no one's going <laughs> to say anything to him about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was a good Raj impression, by the way. I heard Raj did an impression of me the other night on this podcast. Oh, well, I was asking him to do you not paying attention oh. like you're doing right now. And, um, when I was talking, I was pretending I was giving my insight on matches while you just drift off and not pay attention. Like, you know, yeah, man, that's pretty good. Rise goes back. It's like, yeah, that was pretty good, man. Uh... <laughs> I forget. You got to watch it. I have to read the recap on Wrestling Inc. I have to pay attention <laughs> to the chats, to the super chats, to the it's Twitters, the as it were. Yeah. It's just, there's a lot, man. I hang on every word you say. No, you you know, I think it's important that I digest everything and I appreciate your insights. And I go, hmm, hmm, good point. Good point. Hmm, valid. I don't know <laughs> no, that before. You don't. You're like, touche. Why is Bobby John getting into a fight with Susie Q on the chat room? What the freak? Uh, oh shit, Matt, you're done. I agree. That was awesome. It was a good match. Yes, it was, Matt. Yes, it was. Well, Matt, really quick. So tell me what was it like when uh big show was talking shit about you backstage and buried you to Vince. Because he's being a seven foot, five hundred pound wuss. What was that like? Back to the chat room. Uh, I'm gonna interlog his head here. Back to the chat room. All right, Susan. No, 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 Susie, don't say that. I love the women's division. No, I love the women's division way more than you. Way more than you. And you get into it as a phony name on there. I know it. You're an I, alias you, in the chat room. 
you would hear me typing. My keyboard makes the noise. <laughs> See, you hear that? You hear that? Yeah. I do. You have to get a stealthy keyboard today on Black Friday. So I can like sit there and be too, too, too. And be like, I'm Glenn, why are you so awesome? Super chat $5. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so backstage, uh, Sammy was celebrating. Jay Uso uh, beating up Daniel Bryan in gorilla position, working him over. Kevin Owens making the save, setting up KO versus Jay for later in the show. Um, Natalia versus Bianca Belair. And as Brett Murphy with his $2 super chat points out, Bianca Belair, enough said money. Um, Definitely. she was great tonight. Definitely, she was. Bailey being on commentary, Bianca versus Bailey, no title involved. Fantastic feud. Yes, yes, it is, and it's a star-making angle for her. I think Bella. Well, Belair's already star. We all know it. We're waiting for the WWE to finally acknowledge it with a major win over a major talent, and that's that's her. It's Bailey, and that needs to happen next. There was a great false finish tonight. I don't know if you caught it in that match when she was submitting yeah. Natalia, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then she was her shoulders were down. Uh, I'm I hope they end on that in a future using that to do a like a double pin, like who beat who. Me too. It was a great little moment that ended in a kick out, but I think that move has a lot of potential in the future. Always, uh, yeah. No, this was really good tonight. She is an absolute superstar. Her entrance, her mic work, uh, everything about her, I think. Uh, and her versus Bailey is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. The promos, too, will be really good, too. Absolutely. The build, for the build to it. she got to go back to whipping people with her hair, though. No question. It's very heelish, right, though? Is Maybe it? That's why. It's kind of heelish. I mean... Although Bailey is a big enough heel where she can do it to her, and we all would cheer. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to be like, oh, no. (laughs) It's cocky. It's a cocky thing. But I think Bailey deserves it because everyone hates her so much because she does a good job of being a heel. Yes. Uh, Billy Curtis, $2, saying the new Hornswoggle parody of AJ Styles is hilarious, by the way. I I did see that. If you're talking about this this spot on Impact where he wrestled, uh, what's his name? Oh, God, from the North. From oh, the North, the, the tag team, the North. Oh, for the tag team, Adam Page, like... Adam Page, or whatever his name is, Ethan Page. No, Ethan he Page. wrestled Ethan Page. They had one of the Good Brothers come out and basically say, "Tonight, your opponent is very phenomenal." And AJ Styles' name and music came on their Titantron, and out comes Swaggle, and they announced him as like I don't know AJ Horn Swaggle, something like that. And Swaggle did his entrance, and meh. Yeah, no, wasn't good. And I love yeah. Hornswoggle. He's funny as hell. But I was at the Starcast where Swaggle showed up with the long hair, and it was very funny. The AJ Styles comparison uh, that oh, weekend, the, the soccer mom haircut. Yeah, like a yes. year and a half ago. I sp- yes. they really waited too long. Yes, 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 yes. I know what you're doing. Uh, yes. Also played a lot of blackjack with uh, Swoggle. I'll have you know that uh, some might say the $5 table is where it's at. Swoggle likes a good $3 table. You know, money lasts a little longer. Playing $3 blackjack at the Riviera with, uh, or the Tuscany. Uh, Swoggle in Vegas. It's one of my high points of Star uh, Starcast Weekend. Terry Allen Jr., $2.40. No hey, Shinsuke Terry. and Cesaro. Team really weak division. 
they can bring them back at any moment and they will be super credible. Yeah. And it was a time for a different tag team to shine tonight. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, Justin Lopez, $5 saying, I mean, E can still win the rumble if he becomes an intercontinental champion, but also E going in this direction tells me rock and Roman is now likely for mania. I mean, they can put E into the title picture at any time, I think it's their hope for Rock and Roman Mania, but who knows? I, I I I will swear on a stack of Bibles. I feel that strong. It will be Rock versus Roman at Mania. What month are we in right now? What are we we are in, about to end. We're about to enter December. December we are days December, away from December, February, March, April. So they're five months away. Yes, most definitely. Okay. I I am I am going to guarantee it. Guarantee it. We'll wow. go back and replay this moment where right? Matt Morgan either incorrectly or correctly says, I guarantee Rock will be there. First Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. So Murphy versus King Baron Corbin. Uh, notable match in the sense that Dominic like took Corbin's foot off the ropes tonight. Uh, right. We're just seeing Mysterio's kind of heelish. Corbin, the baby face question mark? Um, in any other context i say yes but no yeah Baron is such this is what i was just saying earlier about bailey he's such yeah. a heel it's such a good job of being a jerk that you hate him so much that even when people cheat to beat him you cheer it because he does it all the time so he's got to get a dose of his own medicine yeah it's sort of like bugs bunny was an asshole but he was still a baby face he, he really was a jerk bugs bunny you're right yeah look we did the poor elmer fudd all the time all the time. Elmer Fudd was hunting to shoot him, to be clear. Sure. Uh, to be fair. You know, uh, Nimrod is now an insult because uh, Bugs Bunny was sarcastically calling uh, Elmer Fudd Nimrod after, I believe, the great hunter. And what was it? Wait, the, I believe wait, it was in the wait, Bible. wait. That's where the word Nimrod comes from? Well, Nimrod originally is a biblical figure who was a great hunter um, in the, I believe, in the Old Testament. Uh, in our day and age in the playground, when someone says Nimrod, I always thought that was a very weak, weak rank out. Because Bugs Bunny said it to Elmer Fudd, like sarcastically, like Nimrod, like, oh, you're a great hunter, sarcastically. Right, right. And people took it as an insult, and then Nimrod became an insult. So for, why uh, did it take all video. the way, why did it take all the way to like the skateboarding and like TNC surf design surf kick that happened when we were kids? To, if you remember, it was around the time like Dudical. Yeah. Radical, dutical. We're, we're like really big words, if you remember. Yes. Um, late eighties, mid eighties, late eighties. Um, that's when I remember hearing Nimrod for the first time. I remember hearing it as an insult as a kid, and then when I learned the story later, I was like, "Oh, that's actually kind of interesting." Shows the 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 cultural influence of Bugs Bunny and the. I always thought Nimrod was like a surfer rank out like to somebody. That's why I always thought it was weak. Yeah, it's a little strange. Uh only Nimrod discussion happening on any wrestling podcast tonight. I guarantee you on this one. Um, so we saw Biggie that segment backstage with Sami Zayn. He got the better of Sami Zayn, gripping his hand for the shake, keeping it for 10 seconds. I love that he paused on the five count and referenced the five count. Big time. That was awesome. That was that was awesome. Different, right? This is gonna be a really good match. It's gonna be a really good feud. It really will be. Oh, yeah. Hey, if you remember, he was doing that. Yeah. When he yeah. first came in and they first put him over as a heel, he was doing – was it the five count or was it four? No, it was five, and it was with Vicky, Vicky Guerrero. Was he was always, like right? – she okay. was like yeah. his manager. Yeah. 
back in NXT, like old NXT, like year one NXT. Uh, But no, I think Biggie. Look, I was. It is interesting, Sammy also dropping that he was Biggie was uh, Intercontinental Champion before. I'd forgotten that. I always forget that. That was shortly after his debut, right? Yes, he was in the main roster. Yeah. Um, but this is going to be good. These promos are going to be great. I mean, Sammy is just on fire on the mic. Even the stuff he was doing before the match with Daniel talking about some fair because he's wrestling the day after Thanksgiving. And then he's talking about Thanksgiving and like what a corrupt and effed up holiday it is. I mean, like, and if you follow Sammy's Twitter, like this is a lot of like pure Sammy. And I think he makes some valid points uh, more often than not. But I love that he's getting to be him. It's like with the environmental thing that Daniel Bryan was doing. It's like Vince is like, Hey, you know that nonsense you're always spouting about, you know, your views and what you believe? Do that and we'll turn you into a heel. Like, it's funny. There's, I mean, there's no other business where that happens. Where The boss thinks, like, he's getting one over on you by letting (laughs) you go out there and speak your mind. I don't disagree with anything you just said. Yeah, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Uh, But it's gold and it's working really, really well. Uh, Not working so well. Billy Kay at ringside. Begging, begging for anything to Colin Graves with her headshots and her resume. This is so, I feel what so the, bad for Billy Kay. I mean. What what did she do wrong? Like, I don't understand this at all. Now, one might argue, Matt, she's still on TV. She's still on a national broadcast on what is the A show being seen by millions yeah. of people on major network television. Okay. But is this how you want to be seen as like the oh. thirstiest performer on the roster? Unless it turns something quickly, then no, I'm sorry, no. Just because, okay, I'll give you my analogy. Just because a million of five cars drive on by and rubberneck and stare at something, oh yeah, a car accident, does not mean that that friggin' car accident is a draw. It doesn't mean that that's a good thing that's going to bring people in from all parts of the country to pay money to watch it. Um, there is an analogy here and it's that just because something's on TV, doesn't make it automatically a good thing. You could be booked badly and it can damage you again. Jimmy's Jim Cornette of don't get any on you if you don't have to. So if you can stay off tonight's TV, don't say anything to the writers, Matt, because I saw the show. It's terrible. You don't want anything to do with the embarrassment that's about to ensue to all the wrestlers, unfortunately, that are on tonight's broadcast here at TNA Impact. I'll never forget that. And I learned a good lesson. He was right. Yeah, I don't know if being off TV is better than being on TV with this. Um, Yes, it is. You want to be off of it, not doing this crap, and then being on in a situation in which you have a match, you have an opportunity to actually do something that's even remotely close to your character or what your character is trying to portray. Um, Getting a match at least, but not doing that stuff. She's yeah. better than that. She's much She's better great. than that. I think that's the point, is that she is, like, really funny, really talented. We know she can wrestle. It's um, not believable, it, and it's not believable. It's another thing. If they try to make her do something embarrassing, okay, then make it believable. Make it believable. This is not believable. I'm sorry. She looks like a million bucks. She wrestles like a million bucks. Her, she is hilarious, like you said, on the microphone. I always thought she was the better of the two. I really did. My really? Eyes, she stole more of the attention away from me when I would see the two of them cut those promos. I thought she was the better of the two on the mic. I did. She, she's the Laverne 
if they're Laverne and Shirley, she's kind of the more I kind of felt that way from NXT. All right. And then on when they when they debuted. In fact, I thought the other one like colored her hair the same to look more like her when they yeah. weren't exactly identical for at first. Yeah. No, I think she's she's got legit comedic chops. She can wrestle. I think Peyton Royce um, is talented, but especially with she her is. recent style change, Peyton, um, there's there's that danger of kind of like you said, like the sameness, right? It's like we talk about this all the time with the women. Why is the women's division so awesome? Because for the most part, Difference. there's just unique, dynamic characters, each with their own look and style. Yes. And um, I think that if Vince were to proverbially uh, get his creative uh, input, uh, there's a chance of her becoming too much like other female talents in appearance and character. Yep. Uh, which is an issue. Uh, intense donator, $5. Hey, can we appreciate Owen's intensity even as a face tonight? By the way, I don't even want to say get rid of Raj Glenn. Ha, uh, I'm not new. That's ballsy. Paying Raj money to say get rid of him. Raj appreciates that. Raj loves when all hate mail uh, comes with a dollar sign in front and some zeros at the end. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Um, Carmella backstage. So this was supposed to be like her crowning moment of awesome, right? She's like declaring it, like bagging on Sasha. I run this place. Somebody, uh, you know, I call the shots, give the orders, snaps her fingers for someone to give her a glass of champagne, glass appears, and ooh, the boss rings on the hand. Sasha Banks, who then uh, attacks Carmella, uh, drops her. Bank statement, submission on the floor. Um, how How is this credible that Carmella actually has a shot in this feud? It's not. Why did you call it her crowning achievement? Supposed to be her crowning achievement. Well, it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be. This was the time she was out there saying, "Like you saw the times I attacked Sasha. I run this place. This is my thing." Uh, okay. like, this was okay. like her. She was talking like she was giving a vic. She was talking like she was having the kind of week Romans had. Like you know, got she's yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you, a female I got head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was fine with this. Um, but this is the downside of bringing in, bringing her in as a heel. Yeah, and having her go against you know the hottest act right now next to Roman. Yeah, she sure, Sasha sure is only losing that angle. No way. No, not at all. And Sasha just beat Oscar at Survivor Series. So yeah, um, I I, I would have kept them from being physical. Yeah, you know, let her talk her smack and let her walk off. That's all. Let her go off strong. Yeah, I mean, it's. Interesting. I want better for Carmella. Even in a promo where she yeah. was saying, like, I'm tired of doing what the fans want. It's like, you got seriously over with everything you've done to date. And now you're doing this gimmick. I don't know. Like, I really like Carmella. I've been a fan of hers for such a long time. And I think that this is just tough to have her off the air, repackaged, doing this gimmick that's a super confident, cocky gimmick. And she's going to get, get her ass handed to her by Sasha at TLC. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's see what she does with it, though, because she has gotten everything over. Let's see what she does with this. Yeah, it's just tough. But I like this. I like the choreographed it. Yeah, it's cheesy when we saw the hand with the boss rings. But you know what? This really worked tonight. I this was, was good cool. for Sasha. Yeah, just to have that moment. Um, I thought this would, this was well done. And then the, the main event, this got like a half an hour tonight. Uh, Jay Uso versus Kevin Owens. Man, and this is the thing about it. Jay, okay, Roman has had some good matches yeah. since his heel turn. 
Hmm. Every match Jay has, think about this, Matt. This was like is the it? third or fourth time they've let him out there with the yes. last half hour of the show mm -hmm. and went, do your thing. And he has a banger match. And, uh, you know, he lost by DQ tonight only for this to set up <coughs> KO versus Roman. I'm just saying Jay is a goddamn star. Great wrestling ability. Brings the yes. intensity. I just, I hope, I hope there's a light at the end of the tunnel where he gets to jump off and spin out into his own thing. And it's he not will. just going to be him, him and Roman shadow. He will. It's going to take a while to get there because the, he is the B to Roman's A in, yeah. in, in, in the storyline right now. And he's very, a very important B subplot of Roman's story of being a heel right now. Um, that is a big time main event storyline that he needs Jay to, to play a major role in right now. Yeah. Um, it's, it's critical. It's crucial. And it's going to be crucial to, in my opinion, to build to the match versus Rocket Mania. So I'm going to argue that this is going to go through Mania. Um, and you get your moment with Jay as a singles act that's over and the whole night. You got to remember his brother's going to be coming back from injury too. So what's going to happen then? Are they going to mysteriously become two singles acts? Twins? No. I know. It's That'll tough. never happen. That'll never happen. Think about it, that too. How, I mean, how, do you, how do you do that? I, you I know, know. I'll tell you how you do it. Make him turn heel. And start slipping one another in and out of the ring. I mean, I used you to know, like that. Kind of a twin it. magic. Yeah, I used to pop for that. I thought that was cool. Smart. Well, your your wife's a twin, right? We've talked about yes. this before. Yeah. And didn't you just like pepper her with these questions? All the time. I was like, how did you guys not like switch classes on each other to school with the teacher? Like, how did you guys never do this when going out on a date with a guy? I totally would have done that. I'm like, ew, no way. They just been like, you know? so does Double Mint reach out to you, or are you supposed to send something to them? Like, how does that work? So many twin questions. So many twin questions I would ask them. Yes. That was, like, <laughs> the coolest thing. Like, remember the sitcom Double Trouble when we were growing up? It was the twin girls. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love that show. That yeah. was, like, the that first time I remember show. having a crush on, like, a celebrity. It was, like, that show. Because those twins I thought were so cute when I was, like, eight years old. I was like, yes. ooh, the Seagal twins. They're uh, very pretty. Uh, exclusive News Insider, but confident name, Buck99, uh, saying Roman Heel with crowd entrance would be awesome. I don't know that he's going to be booed by the crowd. I don't, I don't think the crowd's going to play along with that. I think the crowd's going to cheer him. Uh, I don't know. I think they're going to cheer him, too, but I don't know. We've already heard him at Nuclear Heat already, guys. We've heard him booed out of arenas already. Think about it. We have. Not, yeah. not some people, not, not some cheering for him either. I mean, the whole arena booing him. Like, so loud. Yes. So loud. So we have heard that. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I'd be personally cheering him because I like the heel character that much. Which is terrible because I should know better. It's supposed to play along. So if any of you guys go see when the, when the shows open up again to fans and you get a chance to go, go along with it and boo him, please. <laughs> Don't mad Vince, because Vince, like, I was right the whole time. I know it. These fans love him. I know it. And they'll switch him back to baby. Don't do it. Tina Miller saying my twin nephews will say they're the other twin when they get into trouble in the rate. Ah. I'm glad that is a thing. <laughs> still in this day and age uh yes. but you gotta think like for jeff hardy again not a twin situation but jeff hardy probably very relieved and inspired when matt was not with the company jeff was getting to do his own thing you oh, know it's they always looked at jeff as the star over matt though 
always. Yeah. I don't know. So for the Usos, it's got to be tough, though, man. I mean, it's like uh, blessing and the curse, being like, hey, we're yes. really tied together, you know. Maybe but, they do uh, try and put them on different shows, uh, you know. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Bad Keith Gaming, $5. Has anyone noticed Roman takes way longer to get in the ring since he's gone heel, which is pretty awesome. Of course it I is. I was thinking of... <laughs> Is it though? I was thinking about that tonight, and I was like, Dicky. "When I'm watching TV, let's let's not wait ten minutes till somebody speaks a word." Oh, I know? love it. He's so arrogant. He's taking his time. It's making you all wait to watch him wrestle. Yeah. Um, so this main event tonight ended in a DQ because uh, Jay Uso beat Kevin Owens with a chair. Um. But this was a really good match, like you said. It's this, really good. On any other SmackDown for me, is definitely match of the night. And any argument can be made it was the match of the night tonight, easily. Um, I just personally liked a little, slightly a smidgen better because of the characters involved, I think, maybe more with Sami Zayn. Yeah. And DB, I, I love both of those talents so much. And Owens got it back a bit after the DQ, dropped uh, Jay with a stunner. But I really like this. He was uh, looking at the camera with Heyman and Roman watching backstage on the monitor. And, uh, you know, then sitting on the announce table, yelling at Reigns to come find him. Uh, Owens said he's the head of the table now. Um, <laughs> like, I, th- I mean, would you have thought even a year ago, we're going to be going into, you know, a major feud Kevin Owens is the baby face and Roman Reigns is the heel. Lord, no. No, I think WWE, I think they had the gumption to turn Roman heel. I thought they were going to fight it tooth and nail to the end of the poor guy's career. They hit with yeah. him as a proverbial John Cena, Hulk Hogan baby face. You know? No, it's great they did it. It's great it they is. did it. It's yes, going it is. very well. That's why uh, we all got to get behind it more if you have not. Exclusive News Insider Buck99 saying, we need another talent like Brock. I don't know that they do. They don't have another talent like Brock. That's what makes Brock, wait for it, Brock. It's not just how they built him. Yes, that was a great job of how they built him. Brock is also once-in-a-lifetime generational athlete. There's not a 295-pounder, three, that can do what he does. As explosive he is, and the best part, the, oh, I don't know, the uh, addition of realness? Yeah. You just don't get to incorporate that in through storylines and writing. He went out to the UFC and kicked people's asses, became the champion, no big deal, beat Captain America to do it, just chilling, um, and then stops that, comes back to WWE. So he has that additional of uh, that addition of realness to him, of badassery, that I'm still yet to see him be in a ring across from anybody, that includes Undertaker, that I believe could beat him in a real fight. Yeah. No, and I think they've tried to do it, right? Uh, but the problem is they haven't had all the right pieces. It's like Matt Riddle, legit UFC record. Uh, okay. What's his name? Uh, Big E. Yeah. I would say Big E. And Braun early on. Remember when Braun sure. first had his first appearance versus Brock? That was the closest I've seen to like, all right, this is going to be awesome. But do you think that given – look, Brock – and this is, again, my knowledge of someone who didn't follow as closely when he debuted. But my impression is that Brock has always been very tightly in control of Brock's career. Brock left when he wanted to leave. Did UFC went on to UFC? Mm-hmm. Difference with Braun. Braun, Big E, these are guys, Performance Center, always under Vince's thumb. 
and yes, where nobody could be bigger than the company. Yeah. I would argue though, when Brock was there, that was still somewhat the norm. Because yeah. Brock left, they did give the keys to the castle to Cena. Yeah. But let me be clear, if Brock did not leave, I don't see that happening. I see John still becoming John Cena, but on a slightly lesser scale. I really do. Hmm. Hmm. Because Brock did not like him. He did not like him. And I could see Brock putting his thumb over him a little bit, slightly. Because he was still immature. He was still young. He yeah. would have gotten over it eventually and say, shit, I can make money with this kid. What the hell am I doing? Yeah. So at the end of the day, that's where Brock, that's definitely where Brock is today. Brock puts over everybody if you let him. This tonight um, was sells. surprisingly solid. I really was not looking forward to SmackDown tonight. I saw it as an obligation. Yeah, me too. Same thing. Same thing. Going to watch yeah. this. We're going to do the podcast. It'll be nice yeah. to see Matt. We can talk about Thanksgiving, catch up with the chat yeah. room. Don't have to worry about Raj. He's off somewhere counting his money. Yeah. Drinking some Pinot Gris. That's what he calls it. Pinot Gris. He's one of those guys. Um, <laughs> Do you think he does a front dive into his Scrooge McDuck uh, chest of uh, what would you call it? Vault of coins, cannonballs. You know, but you know he's up tonight, like Black Friday, <laughs> Cyber Monday, and he's like, I'm getting everyone's gifts on sale. Got to save as much of that cash as possible. <laughs> Asking everybody for their passcodes and stuff to save yeah. Black Friday. Yeah. Yeah, be like what? What you know? Look at you. Better have your wish list updated by Black Friday. I do all my shopping then. If not, you're getting an Instapot. Um, <laughs> Wait, what's an Instapot? Instapot, uh, pressure cooker, slow cooker. Have you used one of those? They're crazy. So the slow cooker is one thing, right? Slow cooker, you get the like, crock pot, right? You put it in there, yes. cook yes. stew for like twelve hours. Turns out great. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Pressure cooker. The, so the Instapot, you put the lid, the pressure valve. And you got to let this thing depressurize, but it'll cook like a stew or a roast or, you know, you can make rice in like three minutes in the Instapot because it cooks it at the high pressure. It changes the atmosphere inside the pot. So it cooks stuff super fast and super flavorful. But it's scary because if the pressure, I'm always worried about the pressure or tips yeah, and it's yeah. going to go off like a bomb and it's going to blow up my kitchen. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's very dangerous when you're that. cooking with Instapot. A lot of people swear by it. How was your <laughs> Thanksgiving, man? Oh, we don't really have one. Honestly. Okay, I'll there you everybody, go. I'll tell everybody why in a couple weeks, but yeah. It's okay. I am uh, very full from the leftovers today. And the fo- we said we weren't doing a big deal this year, but of course we ended up making way too much food. Uh, watched a lot of movies. It's been good. Finally watched Searching the other night. You ever have that thing where people recommend something to oh, you so much? You. Okay, so last night we were looking on Netflix. Yeah. For these, all these series, I said, oh, hey, hey Hunt, can we watch Netflix before we go to sleep? Because Glenn told me there's a bunch of cool series on there. Let's look through the list. Yeah. I couldn't find any. What, what, what really? else are we looking for? Well, some of them. So The Boys is on Amazon Prime. The Mandalorian's on Disney+. All right, Plus. we need to slow down. We need to slow down. Write them down this time. I'll, I'll send you a list. The Boys. The Boys is on Amazon. All right. I don't know why I said it called it Amazon. 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 Um, Amazon. Uh, Mandalorian, the Boba Fett no. thing is on Disney what Plus. Else? Just on principle, Matt's like, no, I'm not what watching else? it. Uh, so, uh, what else is good? Uh, I'll, I'll send you a list. I'll send you a list of stuff. But uh, the new Cobra Kai is going to be on Netflix in six short weeks. I got stuck three. watching Lucifer again. That's oh, my favorite show. Right. And I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah. It's t- I don't. We don't rewatch stuff a lot. My wife rewatches stuff a lot. I can guarantee she you, I'm going to. That's what she does. She watched it. I go, you already seen this. Why? Come on. 
I'm going to go downstairs and my wife is going to be watching Friends or like okay. uh, The Wedding Singer or something. So, I'm like, you've seen this a million times. So Seinfeld and Friends, I can rewatch all of those because they're just sure. as funny to me today. I like to watch new stuff, though, all the time. Occasionally, I'll rewatch it. Like, when I was cooking yesterday, it was like I wanted, like, a background show. So we put on put on the movie oh. Vice Versa, you know, with Judge Reinhold and Fred Savage. I was like, this is good. I'm cooking. I'm half paying attention. It's funny. And there's scenes I remember, yada, yada. You know, you want stuff like that that's passive sometimes. But we spend so much time. It's like, remember when you – do you ever have dates that ended in the video store? Because you went to the video store, you spent three hours trying to decide what to watch walking around the video store? No. Oh, I had many a date that just like, that's what we did. We went to the video store. We looked for a movie. We spent three hours in the video store saying, have you ever seen this? And then we had a conversation about movies. Like we do never actually rented it. Do you think it's possible that that was their stall tactics? Because they did not want to have to go home and. These are people I was in relationships with. This wasn't oh, a first date okay. thing. Was first date? Okay, sorry. That'd be a weird first date. Like, hey, let's go to the video store. Look, here's the thing about a first date. That's true. Let me get, let me get a little bit of Glenn W.O. here with you. The thing about a first date is, this is why first dates are fantastic. Because you got your greatest hits, baby. You got all the movies, all the music, all the stuff you love that Did they've never baby? seen. <laughs> yeah. You got you got your greatest hits. You got all the jokes. You, you got you, the <laughs> stuff, your observations that you know are the most insightful, the jokes that you know are the funniest, the best <laughs> movies that they've never seen, the best music they've never heard. You're telling jokes? Yeah, when you say something, you're like, oh, I just said this for the first time. And it's like, no, I've said this a hundred times before. But it always but they don't know because it's a first date. How dare you leave out your restaurant game? Yeah, you come to the restaurant. And you're just like, oh, yeah, I've been here like once or twice before. No big deal. It's like, me want to bring every date to that restaurant. Every date because it's awesome. No, I'm <laughs> like, yeah, the greatest hits, man. That's why new relationships are awesome because you just sit there and you got, you know, you got your game, you got your gimmick. But no, when you're going to, when you're going to the video store, that's like we've been together so long. I no longer have anything new to show you. You don't have anything new to show me. We got to go find something to salvage this relationship. And that's would, the video store. Dude, I would argue nowadays with tech, it almost encourage, not encourages you, but it, it happens, especially yeah. when you've been married for a while. You, it almost encourages you. You'll be watching movies together, TV yeah. shows together. But yet that phone comes out. And oh, you start, yeah. I, I'll be watching YouTube. Even yeah. though I'm supposed to be watching this show. Larissa will be on her TikTok. I'm like, I was like, ugh, like, what are we doing here? <laughs> we'll just be watching this together. That's why sometimes we purposely watch stuff with subtitles or we watch stuff. Oh, that's like, they're always on. They're always on. Yeah. Well, no, but we watch something like a foreign movie where it's like, it's a phone down show. You can't, you can't look away or you're going to be lost. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, just yeah. other stuff I don't care about. Like, I'll just. But so we were watching yes. Searching the other night, and Searching was good because that all takes place on a computer, and you're like watching uh, John Cho, but you're watching him do like video calls and typing stuff into Google searches and looking at his daughter's Facebook to try. Her daughter goes missing. He's trying to find her. Uh, it was a fantastic movie. People have been recommending this to me for years, and for some reason I just didn't want to watch it. And I finally watched it the other night, and I was like, "Oh, this is a fantastic movie." Uh, so that was really good. Uh, but no, we've, we've watched some good stuff the last couple of days. It's been good, but I have to watch the new season of the Mandalorian. Eric Grothwall, four ninety nine, saying five dollars to recommend Mandalorian to Matt. It really is some of the best Star Wars ever. Believe the hype, Matt. You don't strike me as a huge Star Wars guy. I'm, I'm embarrassed to say it, but I'm not. I don't hate it. I've watched them all, the movies at least. 
All of them? Um, like Rogue no, One? Okay, so not since like the new one started to come out. Okay. But like, like what was it? Empire Strikes Back. It was the original sure. Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, Turn of the Jedi. I saw those all live in the movie theaters. Had the figures. Loved it back then. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why uh, I didn't like it as much. The prequels sucked. I mean, the first one and a half sucked. Like, Rend of the Sith was good with the big fight on the lava planet. Um, Rogue One, I really like. That's the one where it's like the team that stole the Death Star plans. It's like kind of a downer. Like, that was good. But no, I get it. I mean, Star Wars, you want to talk about something that has been shoved down our throats our entire lives. Like, I absolutely... You know, I felt that way about uh, when I was a kid was the Beatles. Like, I wasn't a Beatles fan until I was an adult because as a kid, everybody was still talking about the Beatles. And I was like, eh, I'm kind of... Yeah. Averse but to see, anything. I, ironically, though, G.I. Joe, I love Transformers. I loved, couldn't get enough of Transformers. But again, that was your thing, though. Star Wars was yeah, everywhere, man. you know? Yeah, maybe that was it. Like you know what it is? About, you know what it is? Star Wars, it's like you could go and you could meet a kid that you didn't like as a kid. And that was a big deal when you meet a kid and you didn't like a kid. And he'd be like, really into Star Wars. He'd be like, I was really into Star Wars. That's my thing. Like, mm. it'd be like, People, when you start realizing that people you don't like like the things you like, that's really a head trip as a oh kid. Oh my god, yeah, really a head trip. Uh, I'll tell my story uh, again another time about Metallica and why, like everyone I knew that liked Metallica in high school, it's like a Hesher burnout asshole. So I didn't want to listen to Metallica for the longest time just because of the association. Um, I am Eric Buck ninety nine saying Matt watched the new Ducktales with Son. Uh, I watched an episode of the new Ducktales. It was okay. okay. Were you a big fan Thank of the original you. Ducktales? Yes. Yeah. Interesting. The new After one is school. good. It has the song. Woo woo. Yes. They might solve a mystery or rewrite history. Um, so anyhow, this podcast, Matt, I get to do my greatest hits. I get to do observations and things that I say that I've thought for years, but our audience hasn't heard them before. So I can pretend like I just came up with it off the top of my head. Yes. That's the reason why I do this show. Anyhow, uh, everyone's talking about cartoons now in the chat, which happens a lot. <laughs> Okay, so it's Thanksgiving weekend. Um, everybody spend time with your families. Chastise them like Roman Reigns did Jay tonight and Monday night. Let us know how that goes. When we come back here, me and Matt Morgan Raj Geary to talk about Monday Night Raw, the last Raw of the month of November. So we head into December. 2020 is almost over. Matt Morgan, take a nap. Bed. Get some bed. rest. We'll catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. Love you guys.